0: Hey, Time for another Oregon Music News Coffee Shop Conversation from World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason. I'm Tom D'Antoni, OMN's editor. Not that all of these conversations aren't revealing. They're designed to be. But today's is very special. Saxophonist Reggie Houston, a New Orleans native who moved to Portland the year before Katrina and who played in Fats Domino's band for 20 years, became a very close friend and collaborator with the late Janice Scroggins. Her death affected many folks around here, but I didn't know how close they had become and how her death had affected him until he sat down to talk with me. I thought we were just going to have fun and bullshit as friends like we usually do. Not today. Listen to what happened when I punched the cord. sitting in the cupping room with Reggie Houston. Many times we have sat across from each other. Yes we have. <laughs> and in good times and bad. In good times and bad. We have
1: used and cried on each other's shoulders and, and whatnot. And
0: good so to be you, here, Tony. I had to turn this on because you just you just told me that you 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 can breathe for the first time in, in seven months. I'm I'm beginning to catch my breath.
1: From um, what? Well Prior to Janice passing, dying,
0: yeah,
1: um, we had developed a relationship like I had with no other person, no other female, and no other human, no other musician. Yeah, you know, um, but it was just like that. Yeah, for we you just, to say that, you know, and. It, but it was, it was just that way. Yeah. With us. Yeah. Not realizing in it, Janice being the, the inter, the inward thinking person she was and the, the gentle woman that she, she was. Uh-huh. Um, she would, she would be in very hostile or, uncomfortable environments and this kind of stuff and Mm she would just be just as the same calm pleasant demeanor Mm -hmm. so she didn't I didn't ever expect Janice to ever you know assert herself Mm -hmm. in anything personal Mm -hmm. it was like music and that kind of stuff but without me soliciting, and without me, you know, we just spending so much time together, and we just so much, so so much conversation about other things, about yeah. life and family stuff like that. Yeah. And she knew I was troubled and had been troubled mm-hmm. when I moved here, and right. she finally got me to open up to her, and you know, because she she asked me, you know, she. In her own way, she was finding out, you know, um, Reggie, like, why don't you take the things you know how to do and do them? You know, mm-hmm. um, she, she had read things that I have done and we have talked about projects I have been involved in and mm-hmm. would love to do here or some things that I have, but, but would never get involved in it. And um, without with with a lot of soul searching and preparation, and we going over these issues over the course of years, mm-hmm. um, it got to this point, and say, "Wow, I see what she means now." And I had started making the plans that she wanted me to make. Hmm. We had talked about, and you know, we had mentioned in different ways. Mm-hmm. Start bringing those plans together, and our target date for things kicking off was June the first. Oh, and on May the twenty-seventh, I was so excited to get to the gig that Tuesday.
0: Yeah. to
1: to share this with her to tell her, you know, to, to thank her and, you know, it's all about, okay, Reggie, you know, when do you really want to start working? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it. So, uh, you know, I I couldn't wait for her to get to the gig that Tuesday because I wanted to thank her because I thought I had exercised all those demons that had, had been preventing me from asserting myself in this environment. With her help. Yes. Yeah. And I just wanted to share with us, okay, Janice, you know, like it was that Tuesday. And it's okay, Wednesday we you know, I mean I had a schedule. We're gonna start the rehearsal and I'm putting this stuff together. And this will be the first project and this will be the thing. I mean I was so excited. And that's the day she died. And so I went through every, you know, I've been going through everything with that. I talked to you that day. I have, I have, I've had to, be, I've, I've spent a month practicing in the, you then and all that kind of stuff. Really? In yeah. In September. Huh. Practically a whole month, I got something to share with you about that. And time. I, I, Nothing that I could do would shake this feeling of for kind of loss that I've never felt before. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I'm at home, and so I'm getting some dental work done, and I'm I'm, I'm um, I had a gig at Snow Harbor, a really good gig. And, uh-huh. With Charmaine. Well, no. Oh, okay. I mean, yes. I mean, she invited me to play. Anderson invited me to play for on all of her gigs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he had hustled our trio gig at the airport. Uh-huh. They, they had started having music at the airport and one of the concourses during the day for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And and he had hustled me. It, it was going to be our set, our old trio set, the one that we started with me, Anderson, Mernie, and Raymond Weber. Mm-hmm. And then when I leave, then you know. You know, Miss was going to take over the gig and that kind of stuff. And, um, and I didn't do any of those gigs. I mean, I canceled a whole bunch of gigs while I was in New Orleans. I'm serious, man. I canceled. Uh, the only I had this one good gig that's not under my name on. I put my whole eight band together. Did you? Irving Riley. I called, I called my old paper, Zach Carter, York because he knew all that dollar brand stuff. I didn't have to. Uh-huh. Cause I, wanted to I had my, my little Japanese student, Taiko Yokohama, that's here, right there. She joined me for two weeks in New Orleans. New Orleans was the only other city she had ever visited other than Portland since she's been in the US for several years. Uh-huh. so for the shock, right? I yeah, know, yeah. Had, um I had her staying with my friend Terry Brown, Uncle Emo, you mm-hmm. know, the sixty year old rapper, my buddy <laughs> <laughs> his daughter. Yeah. And um and, and which, you know, these are these are nine generation of kind of bad. Creole in it. So they yeah. you know, uh so I had to stand with them, not in the hotel and stuff. She didn't go to all the fancy tourist traps. She was hanging out at Bullets and huh. uh, you know, all all the places I would go where the music is, went yes. the street, you know. But I also had her to play with me as I had I had three horns. Um, my buddy, Craig Ford, now Toshy She tenor, I was on did a part of the hip dollar brand stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Um, you know, music I hadn't done since I've been here. And it's it's the music for me. And yeah. I had a chance to do it, and we had a great, it's because I record a recording of it. Uh-huh. Um, the highlight of my trip there, was sharing New Orleans with Tycho. Mm-hmm. and we kind of kind of did it in in a tribute to Janice the whole trip on my gig on my gig. Uh-huh. I mean, I asked her daughter. You see, Janice was supposed to be with me on that gig. Oh, you did, yeah. That kind of stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. And so I got my boy Amosy and love him to death, but and but he know. I mean, i he, we had talked about the time when she was going to be in New Orleans with me, and she was going to take New Orleans a storm because you know absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. Because I and I was going to and I, and I had a plan, man. I had a plan. I had a plan, and so I told her daughter about what I'm about to face and stuff when I'm leaving here, and I asked her, could I have one of her mamas? Scarf, head scarf used to wear. Yeah. And I had one in particular, this purple one that uh-huh. she said, and that she love it. And she brought it to me the day before I left in a in a ziploc bag all sealed up and stuff. She brought it to me. And when I opened it up I could smell jam. Oh jeez. So I kept it like that, man, until gig time. And I just threw it around my my shoulder wow. and, and just played my gig there. Um, mm-hmm. and, but when I came back here, you know, I went to the appendectomy and all this kind of stuff, Yeah, and, you know, right after I got back and, um, I mean, I was pouting and brooding when I got back. Oh, I mean, I had gigs and stuff because, I mean, I'm just so empty, and yeah. so empty, man. And it hurts so much, but I, you know, I mean, I can't get but I I'm not I'm not going around talking about this stuff and sharing it, but it's it but I'm internalizing it and I know what happens to me when that happens so, so Is
0: that, and that's not a good thing? It's not a good thing, right? Not, not a good thing. Right. And because it comes out in other ways. Yeah, yeah. And it's destructive in destructive, yeah,
1: it, it, it destructive way. Now. Um so I had to force myself to make you know I mean, since I really don't have family here and that kind of stuff, the holidays here yeah. are very hard on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of strain from my family anyway, so it's even harder. Yeah. Um because the decision that I made about moving here and doing something, you know, taking care of me. Yes. Uh uh-uh, here. Yeah, which is which is the best thing that I've ever done. Yeah. You know, it really is. And now here you are
0: having to take care of yourself again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, I I know talking about it helps. Talking, to you know, talking about it, is, and also the fact that um, I have a patterns, mm-hmm. bad patterns yeah. that I have lived. i um, started to. You know, like the isolation, staying at home, and not doing anything. You know, kind of stuff like that. I know all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's I had to make some decision. I have to. I mean, like during Christmas time, I wouldn't even answer my. I mean, not Christmas time. It's been Thanksgiving and yeah. and New Year. Yes. Um. Uh, it, it, it was just harder this year on me than any other year. But but I can't complain. Mm-hmm. So I you know I mean I can't tell people around me that I mean I'm looking at her daughters and how her daughters and they they're taking care of business? Yeah, they're moving on, and they, yeah. they're some strong women, and right. they I know I know they're grieving and they're doing a lot of things in them, in their mama's name and stuff yeah. and around them. I mean they but they're carrying on and they have each other and they, and, and and stuff like that.
0: And people know you as. Big Reggie Houston with the smile and and yeah. the, and the big emotions and yeah. making everybody happy and That's they that. don't
1: really understand, do they? Man, I'm. Yeah. I've been, you know, uh, been, been, but but uh, on, in keeping with that um, and the personality, and I guess the way I look at things yeah. uh, for for a long time in my life, um, I could see now why. Mr. Frank Merrick, uh, my first serious music teacher, gave me the nickname Pagliacci.
0: <laughs> and why <laughs> not, was that? Not
1: not not knowing, <laughs> not knowing that opera would become my favorite opera. Yeah, uh, which I've been. You know, you know, that's why when I look over my life and stuff and say, I mean, I'm brooding and I'm pouting and, and 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 stuff like that. But, you know, this this is just a, another emotional pit I was not
0: prepared to slip into. And so what is it that's making you start to breathe again? Getting back to fulfilling
1: the ref, the euphoria that I had to deliver to Janice on May the 27th. Yeah. The, day of her death. yeah. the, the information that I was looking forward to deliver to her that day. Yeah. You know, I just have to do that. That's it. Just, and, and that is, as simple as answering my telephone and accepting the baby. And that's what she would want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean she was the one she was the one who would tell me, you know, when we had the long conversation about losing people that you love. And and you got to go play at their funeral. Yeah. Or you got to be the pall bear, you gotta sing the poem or sing a solo. Or in her case, in my case, play at a funeral. Yeah. And, and how she, she's, you know, so we, we, we be solemn. Yeah. But, but we don't be emotional, you know, because uh-huh. we have, you know, if we concentrate on doing what we got to do, because she says, this is her word, because we are in the healing business. Uh huh. That's what she said. She said we're in a healing business, and so so you know. She said you know, and then she said because that's what we do. But she was talking about she and I. Yeah. Because of this, she had she had turned me on to parts of me that I wasn't aware of. Uh You know, and I mean, when the time when she. When she, after the rehearsal was over, and she was waiting for Arietta to come and pick her up from the house, and, and this arm here, Uh something had happened to me. Your right arm. My right arm. Yeah. And you because know, I shared my head, you know that, right? Uh-huh. I could not you know, I'm used to doing it like that. Right. I could not get my own this high. Oh, I had to do it like that. Okay. Huh. Right. It would it bothered me a while, but then I'm you know, bucket up so I shared it with her. Yeah. I shared it with her. Like on, well, she would notice some stuff like on the gig, I'm kinda of fibbing and, and I could you know I could uh-huh. play and that kind of stuff, man. Yes. But something on the right side would really happening. Yeah. And it would, it would kinda of freak me out, but I didn't see anything, and after this rehearsal, she just and I'm, I was at the computer, man, don't forget it. And she had the piano, and, then, and uh-huh. then she got up. And we were talking, and she just said, "Um, you take off your shirt,
0: okay?" Uh huh.
1: You know, no, you know. And uh-huh. then she just came behind me. And she was, she had some salve or something in mm-hmm. her hand. She was doing her hand like that. And then she started, brother, giving me a massage. Yeah. And I mean, it was a penetrating one. I I don't get massages. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really don't. Uh huh. And, uh, I mean, she got she got into it, man. I mean, it was. You know, I mean her hand was so soothing but yeah. it was so strength, but it was soothing and and, and 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 she kept asking, she said, Okay, where 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 the tender spot? Although the whole thing was just kind of numb, she was looking for a tender spot. Yes. And she just kept moving different spots and I said, Oh, right there. And that's when she started working that area. Uh-huh. And then she would bring it in and then she would go in other areas, you know, and that uh-huh. side and uh-huh. was it and she said, Oh, this is some this sad that oh turned me on. Really? Yeah. And and so the next week, I think about well, a week after that she came, you know, and she did it again. And I think the next time, was looked on three times, and the next time I asked her, you know. And yeah. she Whoa. I never went to the doctor, man, and nothing. Now, I know. I I haven't even shared that with her daughter or anything, but that was, it was just how it
0: happened. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, some uh, some some people have it. Some people have that.
1: You know, so I I recognize. Yeah.
0: That I knew.
1: I had this special person in my life that I don't have. To, I mean, even. I mean, as all the warts that I see on me. Yeah. All my failures and, and disappointment. This woman embraced me and gave me a place. Yeah. Um and she was somebody who first time I saw her play, it was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And then when Jim brought me in here to play for his mother's memorial service mm-hmm. and he put the band together and he had janice to play for me yeah. for a whole week and, and, and he put these different musicians together for me to play with and janice was one of the pianists and based upon when i heard it before i was intimidated and by the wow. time i'm playing with her on this gig yeah by the time the gig was over i was terrified of this <laughs> You know, because she plays so much music and and hardly said anything. I remember, yeah. I remember we we were in Salem because that's where his mom was there and the uh-huh. services was in Salem. Now he brought me from New Orleans special guests to just do this memorial thing for his mom uh-huh. and dad, um, and he he had he had. Uh, Carlton Jackson on drums uh-huh. and Janice on piano. Yeah, and, uh, and then we just played them calling songs and just Really meeting this lady and all that. And then I had some other gigs. Uh, then I remember playing with Norman Sylvester uh-huh. another time. Yeah, And she was in the band. So I said, wow. But the first time I saw her, she was with Lloyd Jones. Oh yeah. Some little Oh, yeah, some duet yeah. thing they were doing. Uh-huh. at some little restaurant that Jim picked me from the airport. Yeah. one afternoon and brought me to this little place. Yeah, you know, and so, but but then when I when I first moved here, I was too intimidated to ask her to play with me at my candlelight gig. Wow, if I would have known, that's why I had DK. Yeah, I mean, because if I would, I mean, I. Would have loved nothing better. And then because she, and when I because I'm hearing her playing with the straight ahead cat and just playing straight ahead, it's the pamp, you know. And then I hear doing this this uh, uh, the stride thing. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, and doing it. Yeah. And and, and then I'm hearing a being bluesy and funky playing with with um, Norma Sam band. Yeah. And when I moved here, then she had Linda Hornbuckle This one, I mean, she, so I'm her playing all these different styles. And I'm checking, and it was like what me and a lot of the older New Orleans musicians would talk about when you see all these hip young jazz cats yeah, come up, yeah. and when they start playing traditional, uh-huh. they be playing all this bebop. Right. And but when you get a cat like Wendell Brunius, who is the Killer my player, but he's a killer traditional player uh-huh. too. He he knows how to play. <laughs> he keeps. <clears throat> each.
0: Yeah. Well, when let me anyway. let me ask you: Do you feel like now, um, that you want to live up to her faith in you? Yes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um.
1: Um. The the gig in New Orleans uh-huh. was really kind of a testament to that uh-huh. and it was well received. All the musicians dug the set. Um, people there enjoyed the set, enjoyed, enjoyed what it was about. Um, and I I was excited to do it because I was at home. I worked with Amosia again. I yeah. Took, yeah. I, I had talked to Hurlin, and Hurlin was a boy, so I say so. I know I'm gonna have a lot of fun mm-hmm. on the set. Um,
0: and having Hurlin Riley on your gig is a major it's a major deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, but but Hurlin wanted to play the gig. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. that's it. I mean, like when I first even suggested to mm-hmm. him. I didn't... When I called him on it, I was in Paris, <laughs> um, in his hotel room, Yeah. Um, playing a gig with Amar Jamal. <laughs> and I said, man, I said, oh, well, look, I said, well, you're on the road. I said, man, I'm going to be home in September. This is a couple of months before that. Yeah. I said, I'm going to be home in September, man, I, I might have a gig, I snuck off. What date, man? I said, what date? <laughs> I gave him a date. He said, "Man, I'm gonna be home." Yeah. I said, but you play the gig?" Man. he said, "Man, look, I, you know, it's snug all the money." He said, "Yeah, bro, put me down, huh? Who else gonna be in the band?" <laughs> 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 you know, so when I called yeah. him, yeah. when I called him, but um, but 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 then I got the word from Amosy uh-huh that when they use her they pay him extra. Oh. You did. Uh-huh. So he told me what he what he paid. And I said, That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Oh no, we cool. We cool. And I said that's and that's extra. Yeah. <laughs> so so he was, man and um and and it was so funny. I mean, he, he came even when I introduced amacy and I started to set doing a duet. Yeah. Talked about it jazz though stuff. We did a little do that of this abdul Ibrahim thing. Yeah. And then, and then I want to call the cats up one at a time, right? Yeah. Introduce and get a big name. So when I used to call, introduce Zach when he was in the band, yeah. you know, Zach called a belly on the bass guitar. Ha! Zach on the so he had the whole house on the face. <laughs> OK, then Zach come up and get him. Again. And then there's a gentleman, internationally known, blah, 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 blah. Mr. Earl and Riley. Say, man, where am I? And he's coming to the band and saying, say, man, where am I? <laughs> come on. I'm going to get a tune. So we made a little Earl and Riley. Earl and Riley. He said, that's better. So he helped me. And, this, and that's how the gig started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, That she came up to do to do a couple tunes and stuff with us, and at the end. And uh, so I, well, was you know,
0: was was that kind of the beginning of of you know
1: you know another thing that really 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 made it come up come around. And when I see this cat face to face, and it could be my honor to introduce this young man to you, uh-huh. especially. Um my trip was worth going to going home and going through all of that. Yeah. Uh, because of Tycho mm-hmm. and I met you know this cat might be my void about the Janice thing. I just it just came to me. I met this young man from uh-huh. Chicago that moved to New Orleans uh-huh. seven, eight years ago. About five foot six, seven, mm-hmm. about one hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> you know, with a yeah. with a wet wet suit on, got right, <laughs> short red line, uh-huh. Um dog brown skin, little brother, uh-huh. a trumpet player uh-huh. with personality. Oh, a trumpet player that. Um, well, you like got a, like a young, like a young. Like a young, between a young Freddie Hubbard uh-huh. and, um, you know, all them cats yeah. got into Winton and kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. a really good player, good read, all that kind of stuff like right right. that. This guy, so, the name is Mario Aubrey. Uh huh. The, one place in New Orleans, other than Snug Harbor, that had great jazz. there, a place called Sweet Lorraine, and I played Sweet Lorraine when it first opened, right before my marriage hit it, and my family and stuff like that. But I had a gospel band, and this guy had me running a gospel band, in this, uh-huh. in this thing, and this and thing. He paid me well, gave me a month of gigs. I had a big, big band of all stars, and set. As a matter of fact, just listen to it. Recently. I wanted, I took Tycho and I was finding out, you know, who's playing where and stuff. I said, well, at least I wanted to just go behind the place and say, you know, hi Paul them in the time Yeah, stuff like that. So in the middle of the week, like a Wednesday, you know, mm-hmm. you just go there, just holding nobody in the place. You just kind of walk in there. A few guys that I know, uh, I see a man man, where you been? Blah blah blah, man. blah man. when you go come and play in my place? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So we sitting down there, that the great food there, so we eating and stuff. And he said, it's well, Saturday night, And i got to talk to play you got to mother, Man, you gotta come and check this cat out. Mm-hmm. And he said, my good, he got a great band and this kind of stuff. I said, okay, well, if I get a chance, I'm gonna come by on Saturday. Okay, so that was like maybe like a Wednesday, maybe like the next day or maybe that Friday. I see Paul, I see the owner of the place by that afternoon. I see him. he said, Man, I talked to Mario, man, this cat looked up to you and hip to you and stuff. And he said, If I see you, tell you to pray, at home. Why don't you just come on there? I said, Man, thank you, appreciate it, you know. Uh-huh. So so Paul is talking to me like this little cat know me, eh? Yeah. So but he's just done some homework and talked to people, so he's heard my name and yeah. Yeah. He. I'm I, got, I got to find out. Anyway, so sad. okay, that Friday, no, I had on serious surgery. So I'm supposed to be cool. A no, dental thing. Go, the dental thing, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, okay, so I'm not playing this weekend, but I
1: got my soprano. We got a rental.
0: I got yeah. my soprano in the so, Yeah. Okay, so I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good.
1: She, got a, she put a little temporary in there and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm feeling so uh, after I came hear, hear him play, and man, little black little cat on piano from from San Diego. Uh huh. Little white cat on a white face from New York. Yeah. Indian cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, playing like Elvin Jones. Is that right? You hear what I'm saying? Boom. Boom. I'm looking at this Hindu cat, the Hindu looking cat, <laughs> playing and saying, what? I mean, so, yeah. so I mean, I'm see Bobby look young, so he's just, just, just hearing him play, and playing, doing standards and stuff like that, power, and, mm-hmm. and then he, end of the song. He talks to the audience, you mm-hmm. smiling, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's gonna. Going on, on my, my new power card on its way. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and so they're swinging, they're swinging. So I think um, after, I don't know if it was, it was, during, it was during the break or something. No, he had instantly, from, from the bandstand, he saw me, he acknowledged me and stuff like that. So I went on and got my soprano. I said, it kind of sitting under the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Cat um, just kept thinking, why don't you come up and do a song with me? So I said, we'll do another one. So I got my horn on, found me and stuff. So when he finished it, some killer song that I wanted to put my horns back in the cage. Like, Holy oh shit! I just kind of, kind of, kind of stepped over my bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they do one of those thing with some, you know they just stepped all on it, man. It yeah, scared me to death. Yeah. So I just did what the old cast do you know, get introduced me. So I'm walking up and but da 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 so da 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 then you all know, joined in. <laughs> So we so 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 we played that, and after being like, I kind of sang a little bit of the blues and stuff uh-huh. like kind of loosen it up. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, Thank you. We uh We played, but it went for a while. Then then he played. Then he came down for the brave to pitch his tongue for a bit. And when he went back, that's when I started doing. Then he put personality. That's so the thing, man. He yeah. Playing, and then he started singing. Huh. Singing some yeah. comically hip blues stuff, almost, yeah. almost yeah.
0: like a, a like
1: a, a clock terry
0: kind of yeah. Wrestler, yeah that kind of stuff, that kind of personality
1: too, man. This is, mm-hmm. okay. And then I mean, then and then wants to get serious, they were playing some stuff like that. You know, they 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 wearing it out. Yeah, he finishes killer trumpet solo. Uh huh. Then he walks back to the drum. He grabs a stick it while dumbbells... <laughs> <And> the drummer <laughs> <work> this out. <laughs> and then the drummer takes a swing to the other symbol while he's swinging it and he gets to the see the other drummer gets out, he swings in. Then. then he takes over the drums and then he plays like Elvin Jones and Roy Haynes. I mean he could yeah. be just a drummer. Uh-huh. <laughs> or just
0: his gift,
1: but when I start singing, and then when I yeah, spoke, yeah, he he, it's almost like he's on this spiritual journey in music his music is his outlet yeah. to bring folks together and to share and stuff but this is the kind of way this cat is talking. so he has called me every time he's called me since then I mean since we since I just met him he he expects more of me ah. or he deserves yeah. the best of me yeah See, um because he's looking at me like I'm something like I'm something.
0: Well, you are. Yeah. But I'm a disappointment. <laughs> to only to yourself. Well that's enough. <laughs> no it isn't. Look, I'm not
1: look i can not i to mean, take reflect it in the mirror no, and,
0: <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying because I feel the same way about myself. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I understand completely but but there's i i do know that people do like what some stuff that i do people like mm-hmm. what you do more than they like what i do but people people um you know people you i i've been in the audience a million times with you and 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 uh, people love you reggie <laughs> i don't care how bad i feel about myself or how bad you feel about yourself <laughs> You know, the, fact, the simple fact is that people love you. My... Let my, me say one, mm-hmm. one more thing. Okay. When when, when you had your surgery mm-hmm. the, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. isn't that enough proof right. that people love you? You're right. You're right. You're <laughs>
1: right. Uh, see, I mean, to be... What more do you need? <laughs> to be honest with you, man, um, Tuesday night, yeah. A dear friend, I won't call her name because we all know her and I don't want I don't know to what extent she won her business out in the street. The Cyber Street. Yeah. Um but someone that we know well. Yeah. And she's she's had recent back surgery and knee surgery. Same. And um her and after the surgery and all this type of stuff, which all this has happened since around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Cause out the hospital and get home to her. You know, they have a wonderful little house, a couple, a married couple and stuff. And come home and our partner kicks her out. Oh. You know. And. Ooh. And so. But What's happening is it's funny. I, I when she woke in Tappa Tuesday, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything, I just was glad to see her. Yeah, I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, and yeah. I used to make jokes about her, uh-huh. about her name, it's about uh-huh. her name and stuff like that. And she yeah. knows about the joke and stuff. Yeah, and I even inadvertently introduced her with the little nickname uh-huh. <laughs> that I made, anyway. anyway. Uh, but yeah. when she woke. Then she was close enough, sitting at a table close enough to where I was sitting for my gig, yeah, that I could reach her microphone. <laughs> so and she came towards the end of the gig. And I said, I said, look, we got time for another gig, another tune. Ladies and gentlemen, and blah, 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 yeah. and I gave her this, then I said, you know, so so she said, Well what you want? A fast blues, a slow blues. You want? Know, I say, I say, honey, I'm the one who imposed, <laughs> you, you <laughs> could choose, right? So, yeah. so she did a hip rendition. Me, Turtle, just me and Turtle, yeah. right? and did this great rendition mm-hmm. of Down Home mm-hmm. Blues. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she
1: did. It, it was a highlight of
0: the E. Every other know. record or two. That's the one. that took <laughs> off my shoes and all that, right? <laughs> Then, um, then the
1: gig was over and stuff, had I cleared out page turtles and, and yeah. stuff. And then, but she didn't stay there with a friend. And she said, Ready, sit down, just talk to me a bit. So just talking. And I just looked at her and I said, Come on, tell me, how are you really doing? Yeah. And she said, Well, thanks for asking. And then she said, No. And then she just told me this litany of things that was yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Driving home <laughs> right then I said, you know, I mean, these are all indications to me. I say, man, stop.
0: You know, I haven't been complaining to anybody.
1: Yeah. But get off your ass. Yeah. Get off your butt. And, and jam. Make, and make, yeah. Shit,
0: goddamn. And, get off well, your ass and jam. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to write that until I'm to <laughs> know, <laughs> daily—that's the word, daily. You know, because you know, because that's it. Um, it's because you know, I have a lot. I have wallowed in this pitiful gutter of, of I guess, this little self pity, disappointment, and, and and. But the thing about it, but then when I look at it, when I look at when I hear that story, yeah, or. Or um, realize other events that have gone, around, gone on in this nation yeah. over the past year yeah. and now worldwide in the past mm-hmm. 72 hours, mm-hmm. um, which I guess I spend more time and energy contemplating what's going on place in all of that. Yeah. Because um, if I feel affected by the deaths of the young men in New York and the young men and in um, Missouri um, uh, and also I could and then I feel and I feel that same grief over the death of the police officers,
0: yeah. and me. the and the old men in Paris.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I was gonna, to be honest with you, driving over here, driving over here, and this might be just conversation for another, yeah. another thing. But I was thinking because of our past conversations about so many things, and I think. Feel and see things, yeah. you know, in interesting ways. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I will. I I had questions for you. <laughs> I said I said Tom Tom D'Antoni needs to be interviewed because you get our perspective on so many things. But my God, man, you're such a well-read, you're such a smart ML that that you're. Because you have your pulse on what ticks on you. our planet, you choose to devote yourself to your art here. Yeah. But but in doing that, you are plugged into the world art scene. I mean, in, in and uh, people like yourself draw. Stuff out of people like me who I mean I'm pouring out my my inhibitions and all that kind of stuff, and it's being broadcast, <laughs> however. I mean, but I wouldn't do that. I mean it had to be someone that I feel intimate with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean I you know, we shared we, we had exactly. and uh, your perspective. And, and, and I still, I'm going to want to hear you explain, maybe it's too early, but I want to hear your, your feelings as a journalist, as a, as a published author, and as someone who has been a part from, on some curious levels. On the social scene mm-hmm. since you've been out of high school. Well, mm-hmm. when when you were in high school, which, which 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 gave you the idea to go to get your bachelor's at a predominantly black <laughs>
0: university when you had because because I, I got a minority scholarship <laughs> badge. <laughs> but I tell you the truth. Tell you the truth, um, I, and I, I do want to get to that. You know, one, one of the, the, the foundations of our friendship mm-hmm. was that day at, at the waterfront. Mm-hmm. But, but thinking about what happened yesterday, and this is recording this early January in Paris with mm-hmm. the people from the magazine getting killed, um, that could easily have been me back in the old days mm-hmm. because I was the uh, I was the, the publisher of. Mm-hmm. The underground paper in Baltimore, the Hidden mm-hmm, Paper, mm-hmm. and we uh, uh, we were notorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got arrested all the time mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't like our looks and we didn't. They didn't like what we were saying, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the it was the tenor of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in the late '60s, and um, and because we had a sense of humor, the other side. The the, the 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 Maoists, the left wing mm-hmm. uh, militants, hated us because you know we had a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we were we were yippies mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we were like Abbie Hoffman. We mm-hmm. just had right, we, had, right, we right. had the cosmic giggle, and, and mm-hmm. you know. So one night they came into our office and held us at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they didn't, they didn't shoot anybody, and, of course, we, they had demands, and, of course, we agreed to everything, just to, just, to, just to, we could the <laughs> yeah. yes, right. sure, what, <laughs> sure. sure. What, what do you want, no problem, no problem, just leave us alone, right? Uh, and they did, and, of course, mm-hmm. we didn't do anything that they wanted, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then, of course, it came out, you know, we, we, we had an account of, you know, we wrote about what happened, and, um so yesterday, you know, yesterday when this news came down, these people came in and, and killed all these people, kind of brought that back. And, you know, people are crazy. I, we could have been we could have been killed. Mm-hmm. I could have been shot right there. That would have mm-hmm. been the end
1: of it. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, For what? For publishing a little newspaper, you know, which 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 which, which you know, made basically made fun of everybody, including ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And so,
1: knowing the tenor,
0: knowing the tenor of the day. So, so on on one end. We were getting arrested all the time by the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they brought dope into the house. You know, because uh, we had heard that there was going to be some trouble, So there was nothing in the house, and, mm-hmm. and they brought they brought it in with them, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, and they would they would haul me off. Uh, they would see me at a demonstration. That I'd be covering. They just haul, haul my ass off to jail, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And so there was that happening. And then on the other end, here's the here's the the the, the, the Maoists. What a gun. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. so you know, sometimes you just you know, you, you, you just do what you have to do. You just do what you have to do and what you believe in, you know. The that
1: well, I guess because um I could I could name and it's been that way since junior high school I guess my favorite cities on the planet, even before I visited Paris, but Paris was one. But France, uh-huh. the country France, since since I got early involved in the history of Louisiana, and and as I grew, and more information became available, yeah, um, I chose to use my time as a young person to find out some obscure facts about Louisiana history. Mm-hmm. And now those obscure facts that I found out when I was 18 years old, stuff like that, are just common, common info. Yeah, yeah. But then it was um, information that, that I guess was there, but I had to get out of my primitive environment Yeah to be able to be exposed to a lot of that information. Are you
0: talking about the Creole culture? Culture? Well, the, uh, actually, I go back as, so far as the
1: French in Southeast Louisiana go to the Code Noir, mm-hmm. which was the French code right. that was the, was, was the administrating um, documents that controlled all of the French colonies. And it was based on the French constitution that at the time forbid it any French citizen or any French property, uh, because slaves weren't considered citizens, but they were considered property, like yeah. your cattle and your sheep and right. stuff like that, uh, couldn't <coughs> work on Sundays. Huh. So, um, I, I always knew that there, there was a particular type of benevolency mm-hmm. that the French had that the English and Spanish and Portuguese didn't. Yes. And uh, it's because of the devotion of the king and queen at the time to the Catholic church. That they followed those carnal um, rules, uh-huh. the laws yeah. to the letter, and then the 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 the, uh, the the law books of the Bible deals with what the king and queen of England dealt with primarily those type of laws. Do not kill by blah your your slave no you know your ox and your blah they don't work on the sabbath and yeah. stuff like that so when they were the administers when they administrate i'm sorry when they're the ministers of mm-hmm. louisiana at the time um from the 17, i think it was 1740s maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: um uh, maybe be earlier than that, but I'm looking at some 1740 papers in my in my my, yeah. in my mind's memory. Um, they they had s- slaves that were in New Orleans um, didn't work mm-hmm. on sun. Now, that didn't mean all of southeast Louisiana. No, just in New Orleans during this time. Um, Although the governor, the governor was, There was always in transition between governors being Spanish and governors being French and stuff like that. But during this particular time, it was was the French government. And uh, And that allowed Congo Square to...
0: And and American music was born. Yes, and American music was born. (laughs)
1: out of that experience. Yeah, I have often
0: it. thought
1: being a person of that experience, of that mm-hmm. culture, of that of that bloodline. Yeah. Um it it would have been a far better world if we would not have jazz a blues and the celebrated mm-hmm. music. Because the price that Africans had to pay for that to have come to bear mm-hmm. not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. And I made a living at it, yeah and' we'll make it, and, and and countless of thousands of millions of people from mm-hmm. here on will make millions of it in the price. That the price that had to be paid for that art form um, to be a part of our culture is much too high. Yeah. And it would be a much better world if we didn't have such colonial, colonial expansion going on from the 1500s to the 1900s that caused very smart people. Because remember, I mean, we, we were printing Clinton. back. By this time, yes. I mean, we weren't going oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 we were, we were, we because history tells you that that with with all these with, with the controlling winning factions, they always had other people putting information <laughs> in their ear. This is not right. Mm-hmm. This is going but, to lead to some bad dealings down the line. And so, so when I see Freedom of speech and the freedom of the press uh, um, being challenged um, in France and in Egypt and in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, um, you know, and to what extent, you know. It is, it is so counterproductive for us to be muted. Yeah. You know, yeah. but we need a format, a human format, where these type of uh, misunderstandings will not lead to such wanton bloodshed. Right. Um, you know, yeah. um, and, and I always look at, yeah, I mean, no, I don't agree. I'm familiar with this, the cartoon is, okay, I've heard from my friend in Paris. And she sent out a tweet to me, which is not a tweet, that she's okay Yeah. because it was in her district. And when I was looking at uh, it. Uh, now this is my, yeah. you know, my closest friend in the world. I mentioned this later to you years ago, she was the one that, you know, we would, I guess we were kind of eye at our high school, you know, yeah. high school, she was the flautist. that mm-hmm. her, her granddad was one of the early traditional drummers, Mr. Oh. um She, after graduating from high school in 64, New Orleans, she went to Howard, and when she graduated, I think in 67, she split mm. and moved and went to... yeah. So she's been in Paris <clears throat> since then. Wow. So mm. when I go to Paris, that's, yeah. I mean, my... my... how I got my home, mm-hmm. when Catherine Fats band had been going to Paris for decades and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then I go to Paris to visit the cat giving me new mm-hmm. horns and yeah. stuff like that. Wow. It's because she... You know the guy who works at the factory, yeah, plays in her band, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So she's she's she a great uh, uh, um, she's been an inspiration to me. She was, but she's a visionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, but to the point like, in my high school yearbook. Mm-hmm. When you know, buddies, you know, you know yeah, yeah, good luck, Tom, and make a and whatever yeah, nickname yeah, yeah. I had for you, you know, yeah, so yeah. Send a picture pictures, and uh-huh. you know, that huh? our relationship <laughs> was such that she wrote for my yearbook, Act Two, Scene mm. Four from Julius Caesar. Oh. Wrote it out and mm-hmm. then at the at the bottom put you know Act Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: yeah. you know, it's about our relationship with some some things. Uh Wow. So look. So she's uh, All right. So look. So you're beginning to breathe. Mm-hmm. And out of you know out of great tragedy can not always does right because you know some it depends on which way you go you know can come. Great art, and you express yourself best in music. So, what's going to happen? What are we going to hear?
1: Okay, first, first immediate thing I got going that on the
0: stove. Yeah, I got Sherman that one, and Amosie Miller coming. Yes, they're going to come for the, model, the crew of Nimbus
1: Madrigal. Yes, I should have put this one in front. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah it, a it, plug. It, it, it'll 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 <laughs> be on the page. Don't worry. Uh, the uh, crew of Nimbus. Uh which I'm a charter member. Congratulations. I think I'm a charter. Yeah, I'm a charter member. Um and uh, but unfortunately what a great crew and they do such wonderful job in spite of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they um we're celebrating on fourth ball this yeah. year at the Wonder, Wonder Ballroom on February fourteenth. Yes. If it's voodoo. Yeah, all, the,
0: all the information and links are right on the page oh, okay, where exactly. this is. Yeah. And uh, so, bringing Charmaine Neville in uh-huh. for the main attraction, and I'm putting
1: together the uh, Crescent City Connection band this year. Yeah. Um, we are going to be missing Janet, so this year I'm going to have Amacy Miller from New Orleans, who's my never band, on piano. Yeah. And I'm going to have Mike Elson, uh-huh. who's am going to have on music, piano, piano, on synthesizer in uh-huh. organ. Uh-huh. Um, ben Jones on bass. Big Ben. I'm going to have Brian Foxworth on, Brian on, Foxworth. on drums. <laughs> yeah. I have Arietta Ward on, on one of the vocalists. Goodness. Um getting Pete Moss and Taiko Yokohama will be my to two horn players. We're going to do... Uh, so, I'm going to start rehearsing with them soon. Uh, I'm, I missed, you know... Being New Orleans musician, although I play with Charmaine so much and did a lot of solo stuff, I also get a chance to play a lot of other horn mm-hmm. players in yeah. the setting, which I mm-hmm. don't do here. Yeah. So I've been wanting to do some of this really dollar brand stuff, you uh-huh. know, really up, really up stuff, uh-huh. time, the summerish kind of thing. Yeah. And get that ready for the ball. Um and uh, but that week I have asked Amazon Charmaine to come in early. Uh-huh. So they play Snow Harbor, in New Orleans on Monday. Yeah, they're gonna catch an early plane out Tuesday. Knock on wood. Man, yes, where I play a tapalaya every Tuesday from six to nine. It yep. used to be me and uh, Janet. Yeah, I'm having Amosy and I. So Ooh. we're gonna have so much. We're gonna really play some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get a call to that because we get a chance to uh, Amosy and I played for eleven years together. Yeah. The yeah. Evil. And I mean really, Charmaine would be sitting in. I'm just on a couple tunes on that set. Uh-huh. Okay, on the 12th, we're playing this house concert. Uh-huh. Just 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 got it. Um, and I really uh-huh. want to push that because uh my relationship <laughs> with Charmaine and Amnesty it started with just the three of us. Yes. And we called ourselves car. Tunes. <laughs> 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 you know, and we used to do Monday nights at Snug Harbor uh-huh. with just a trio, yeah. and then Thursday night we got with the with the band. Mm-hmm. With, you know. so for you and we used to do other sets um, with just the three of us. So we're going to do our car I mean, then we get a chance to. Play together—it's um, almost like a reunion gig for us, man. Because it's—it's. It's, it should be so much fun. Yeah, we just sit there and and Sherman start calling these songs. Yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah. As, you know, but yeah. she's not dancing and kicking and stuff like that. She's doing tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. doing the and she knows all, all that kinds of good stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So stuff you don't get the chance to hear on our funk sets, and yeah. Um, and because she's versatile, man. So we're gonna we're gonna have a chance to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then since I moved here, yeah. I have been honored to be a part of St. Francis's. Annual fundraisers Mm -hmm. for feeding our homeless Mm -hmm. citizens. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have the box of chocolates. playing, well. This year, it will be at the Melody Ballroom. Yeah, it will be. And I thank them for this. I don't know. I know they couldn't have done this for me. (laughs) But traditionally, it was on the Saturday before Monday. Uh huh. Uh, and I did it religiously until the Mardi Gras crew started. Oh, yeah. And our ball start is always a Saturday before Mardi
0: Gras. Yeah.
1: So for the first two balls, I only made the ball when the ball was ending because I,
0: yeah, I, I I feel committed to something. And that friends. first year, the they had, the music had to stop at like nine o'clock or something <laughs> stupid like that. Remember that? Yeah. The Norse oh, Hall, right. that was crazy. Oh, right, right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean,
1: the next year, I had to leave. I had I left that gig. Yeah. And came straight over to <laughs> the gig and played. Yeah. Last the year after that, when I got off that gig, had everything yeah. planned had helped to get my gear to the car to get to the yeah, ball for the yeah, last part of the game. Someone had run a truck oh, that run into the back of my car. Oh man. At the Melody Ballroom. I'm right in the front. They had that service station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those commercial buses oh, came geez. there and backed into my car. Well, I pulled I got a, a lady who was at the ballroom. Whipped out her phone, took pictures, and got a quick little <laughs> move away. I that was away. She's going. She's running because she knew it was my
0: car. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so, but I didn't make the gig. Oh. Uh, but this year uh, they asked me to. I like, call, Sherman, See if Charmaine could come. But since I was home, um, yeah. Well, you know, I had Charmaine came. Charmaine was supposed to play "Sisters of the Road" with me and Giannis and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Janice died the week before Charmaine was here for Janice's funeral. Yes, I know. Okay. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. having her back to play the ball so we asked her could she come back? Yeah. To, to have her back and to get her out on the water during this time of year. Yeah. See, Charmaine was invited to ride in a Montreal parade the same week that I'm asking her to come here. So, mm-hmm. I had to say, you know, you know no. I got a gig. I got a gig every day. So please, please come. Uh, oh, that's so nice. That's my. Um, that's my. That was story. your phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, we could go on and on and on and for hours. But we gotta, you know, we gotta say. I uh, got the ball and yeah. My each gig with the box of Tim each pin. That's every Sunday. Every Sunday with, yeah. with, with Turtle yeah. and Tim. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh same friend i came know. out to see you that sunday the sunday after you had your appendectomy was the i and i had had a, my pacemaker put in the friday before <laughs> yeah. thursday before the Friday before yeah. and you didn't yeah. make the gig you told me not to told me i, I could, know you did i know man. but then you said i got him I'm gonna make the gig anyway and i went okay i gotta, right. I gotta I was, be out there I was <laughs> trying to <I> was, um, <laughs> and then I, and then i had
1: a relapse because i was a had yeah, had to kind of rid
0: it, rid it, rid it. Well, I, I probably shouldn't have come out there anyway. You know, I mean, I had, at least I had somebody drive me there.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of instead of me when I had the appendectomy. Yeah, I drove myself to the. <laughs> Pulled I had my gear in the car. I loaded my car. Put my gear in the car because I said, "Well, I'll just run to the VA, and they'll give me something for this bad indigestion, this bad pain I'm having." And then I'll be able to make the gig yeah. at each oh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Oh, 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 oh. When I got to the airport, there the nurse came out. said, um, Mr. Houston, I see that uh, you didn't come in an ambulance, and you don't have anyone in the waiting room waiting for you. How did you get here? I said well, I drove. Said, you will not be driving back, sir. We're calling in the surgical team. Oh, now. We oh, upstairs. you are going to be. Oh man.
0: We need to uh, get you. Uh, we need to get you. Uh oh. All right. Well, listen. We could. Uh, mm-hmm. We. Th- that. That. This will be the end of part one. Okay. okay? Yeah. <laughs> we will. We. We will revisit these things at another time. Thank you so much. Oh, it's, awesome. it's always great to see. you. the selfie taken. (laughs) We will now leave the company.